it's you know you have enough of the negativity in the world like you don't need to be another negative influence in your own life so you know learning to be my own best friend and be my own cheerleader um, helped me to instill boundaries and teach people how to treat me how I wanted to be treated You are tuning in to For Better Self and Net Worth Podcast. This is a podcast where I encourage you to live the life of your dreams by adopting the right mindset, navigating through tough challenges, and respecting your bank account. I interview entrepreneurs and empire builders from across the globe as they share how they have come to live the lives of their dreams and the challenges they had to break through. I also have a few solo episodes where I talk about the lessons learned and navigating in a world full of naysayers, negative mindsets, and money grabbers. I personally believe that attitude is everything, and with the right attitude, you can get the life that you dream of. I'm so glad you're on this journey with me. If you're listening, make sure you have hit the subscribe button, and on Apple, give me some love by leaving a review. Most of all, I hope every episode you hear on here leaves you inspired and on fire to live your best life without breaking the bank. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to For Better Self and Net Worth podcast. I have my friend Missy LaBoy with me today. Missy LaBoy has 20 years in the beauty industry and she's taken her experiences and she is now a self-love and transformation coach. She helps women see their internal and external beauty and live their best lives. Misty, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ella, for having me. I'm really excited to share with your listeners today. Yes, thank you for being on the show. I personally would love to learn more about, I watch a lot of tutorials on makeup and you know, a lot of times on the show, I'm recording this at like five or 6 a.m. So I'm just really putting myself together the best I can. So I'm really excited to learn more about that. I'm also really want to learn about your journey. You have a great story of how you became a self-love and transformation coach and wanted to help other women. So if you'll share your background with us and your journey. Yes. So, so my journey started about 20 years ago. Um, I was in college and and got introduced to cosmetics and, uh, you know, it was a great way for me to make extra money. And um, I, I realized that there was an art to makeup and I really enjoyed um, teaching people how to do makeup, especially because I grew up as a tomboy. So I didn't have much experience myself, but I, I loved the way I felt prettier when I looked in the mirror and I loved being able to give that same gratification to other women. So I spent the last 20 years as a makeup artist, just helping people like look good and um, helping people. uh, I do makeup lessons as well. So I teach people how to apply their makeup to bring out their natural beauty. But I just love when a woman looks in the mirror and, and sees herself sometimes for the very first time with makeup on, but I love when she recognizes her own beauty. And that was just so rewarding to me. And I just really enjoyed doing that. And um, the last eight years, I kind of got into the weight loss industry and uh, was then offering weight loss services along with cosmetic services. And 
Um, I'm all about the transformation. So love a great before and after story or a great before and after picture. And uh, I lost 65 pounds um, using a great nutritional system. And yeah, I, it was great that the weight came off. And, and what I recognized is that really it's about, it's lifestyle changes. You know, it's not about the diet. Anyone can lose weight in, in, in multiple ways and you have to find what works for you. But finding a program that you can stick to, that you can incorporate into your everyday life, that's going to work for you. You know, that's really what it's all about. And making those lifestyle changes, you know, portion control, intermittent fasting. Um, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of eliminating foods, um, especially your favorite foods. You know, I'm a, I'm a pizza addict myself. So I would never tell someone, you know, you can't eat this or you can't do that, but it's really about portion control and, and uh, just listening to your body and, and eating because you're hungry and not emotional eating and things like that. And, um, the last, you know, 17 years I've been, I've been working on this, helping people transform on the outside with weight loss and makeup. And it's really been a beautiful journey. Um, right before the pandemic though, I was not in the best relationship and it, it, the relationship became toxic and I was feeling very like something was missing. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, everyone, I, you know, I, I look great on the outside, but my inside did not match my outside. And, and I'm sure some of you out there can relate, you know, people would say, oh, you look, you know, you look so put together, but inside I felt like I was a mess. And I was really going through these struggles in this toxic relationship. And it left me feeling just very unworthy, very unloved and um, like something was missing. So thankfully, I was able to recognize some patterns that were going on in that toxic relationship and was able to make some changes that certainly didn't come without heartbreak, though. And um, I realized that I deserved to be in a healthy, happy relationship, um, one where I wasn't chasing or where I didn't know where I stand with this person. You know, I was getting a lot of mixed messages and um, I realized I deserve more than that. And I started taking that energy that I was putting into that relationship and I started putting it into myself and started working on my own self-development and um, how can I make myself better? You know, happiness is an inside job, you know, so I had to stop seeking external validation and really just turn inside and focus on the parts of me that, that needed healing. And I was feeling called to... Um, teach people how to love. And I wasn't really sure, you know, what that, what that meant or what that looked like. Um, because I always thought that I loved myself, that I didn't have a problem with self-love or self-worth, but in allowing others to treat me poorly, you know, I recognized that there was an issue there. And I'm a firm believer that we teach people how to treat, treat us. And that starts with how you treat yourself and your own, your own self-talk. So, you know, a lot of us have that negative mind chatter in the back of our, our heads, you know, tearing us down. And I always say you can be your, you know, your, your biggest bitch or your biggest cheerleader. It's up to you. Um, but it's, you know, you, you have enough of the negativity in the world. Like you don't need to be another negative influence in your own life. So, you know, learning to be my own best friend and be my own cheerleader 
um, help me to instill boundaries and teach people how to treat me, how I wanted to be treated. And it just became this beautiful self-love journey that I felt called to, to help other people with, you know, no matter how much makeup you have on, no matter how much weight you lose, if you don't have your mindset, right. If you don't truly love yourself unconditionally, that stuff's not going to matter. And that stuff's not going to last. And um, for me, I found it was, it was very unfulfilling and, you know, it led me to making not the best decisions. I was trying to fill a void and, you know, sometimes it would be with emotional eating. Sometimes it would be uh, retail therapy. <laughs> Uh, sometimes it would be drinking a bottle of wine, whatever I needed to do to, to feel good about myself. It was a band-aid. It really was a temporary fix because I recognized that the love that I had for myself was conditional. So, you know, when I lose the 20 pounds, you know, then I'll feel good about myself. You know, when, when I, when I reach this goal, then I'll, then I'll love myself, you know, and I had to recognize that I needed to love myself where I was at in order to get to the next level. In order for me to grow as a person, I had to get radically honest with myself and, and fully accept myself. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, there's there was a part of me that was in denial and, and didn't want to accept the bad parts, you know? And I thought, you know, I can't work on those bad parts until I accept those bad parts. So that, that self-acceptance was, was really huge and, and getting radically honest with myself and others, you know, enabled me to set those boundaries and to get to a healthy place. So now I, I started a self-love coaching business about a year ago to, to complement the weight loss and the makeup because, you know, I want people to feel beautiful inside and out. And I really think that, you know, getting to the inside, it, it's more important than the outside. You know, in the superficial world, a lot of people don't think that or don't recognize that. But, you know, during this journey, I really realized that what's inside matters most and, and what you think of yourself matters more than what anyone else thinks of you. And I, I'm, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I personally believe that feeling good on the outside is helping, can be helpful to feel good on the inside, but you definitely have to feel good on the inside first. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you bring the two together, <laughs> when you feel great on the inside, it radiates on the outside. You glow differently. You really do. And, you know, it, it inspires you to want to look better on the outside. You know, it, it inspired me to dig deeper into my self-care routine and to pay more attention to my nutrition because I wasn't doing it to look a certain way. I was doing it to take care of me. You know, I don't, I don't go to the gym to exercise because I hate my body. I go because I love my body and my body deserves it. So changing that mindset was just huge for me. Beautiful, beautiful. And I agree that, you know, working out, eating healthier, that's a huge step in self-love for me. It was having a conversation with myself and eliminating a lot of toxins in my body. Now I still like to treat myself every now and then. I'll have a glass of wine with a meal, but I also know not to overindulge with alcohol or really anything that self-medicates because a lot for a lot of people, food, alcohol, for some people like marijuana or drugs, that is how they 
self-medicate right with their issues. And I saw that a lot. I, you know, I saw that a lot, a little bit about eight years ago, but for a lot of people, including yourself, it was the pandemic. Absolutely. At a pivotal point. Yes. Yeah. So the pandemic was definitely a very low point for me. And I'm sure so many others, I definitely turned to self-medicating. I found myself starting to gain weight. I was, I'm a very social person. So boy, taking away my social life and not being able to connect with people like that just killed me. And, you know, I kind of went to a dark place and I got really down about it and was just feeling helpless you know, that feeling of helplessness. And and I had to recognize that I can't control what's going on around the world and, and what's going on externally, but I can control what's going on inside me. And drinking a bottle of wine might feel great in the moment, but it really was just a Band-Aid. And I'm going to feel like crap tomorrow because I did that, you know, my, now my clothes are going to be fitting tighter because I'm bloated and it just really wasn't self-serving. So recognizing those self-sabotaging behaviors was really important and, and making positive changes. And it's not just about deciding I'm going to quit drinking or I'm not going to do that anymore. It was understanding why I did that. You know, why was I numbing out? You know, what was I avoiding? And, you know, how could I work on improving that so that I could actually heal and not keep covering up the parts of me that were hurting. Absolutely. And, you know, I noticed you said that you had a, you know, a toxic relationship and maybe a lot of toxic, I'm guessing some toxic friendships. Mm-hmm. Yes. were in that process of self-sabotage. Would you say <laughs> you glow up the internal external? Do you, have you seen a lot of changes now? Like yeah, absolutely. So I, I took, you know, I had to kind of take a step back and evaluate my my life and my relationships. And and I did notice that a lot of my relationships were out of balance. You know, I felt like it was always me reaching out. It was always me trying to to set up something to, to connect with them. And it just left me feeling like I wasn't worthy. Like I didn't deserve that from them. And it kept me in this kind of ugly cycles. And I just had to decide, you know what, I'm going to meet people in the middle. And if they don't meet me in the middle, then, then I know where I stand in that relationship, but I'm not going to keep chasing people and feeling unworthy. You know, that was my own form of self-sabotage. I mean, we're all busy, but we make time for the things that are important. And, um, I, you know, I was working through codependency issues as well. And, you know, in, in order for me to set healthy boundaries, I had to remove some toxic people from my life where, you know, the energy vampires, I call them, you know, they call you when they need something. And it's like, you know, you're on the phone with them and you get off the phone feeling like so drained. And so like, you need to go drink a bottle of wine now. So I had to really be careful of who I was letting in my space and my energy and who I was sharing that with. And I had to foster my healthier relationships and kind of, you know, unfortunately, you know, I say I lost some friends, um, but, you know, when when I really think about it, it's like, did I really lose friends? You know, you don't really lose friends. You know, I think people just vibrate out that, that are no longer a match. 
and um, people come into your lives for a lot of different reasons and and some people aren't meant to stay and that's okay you know and and you release them with love and and move on and um yeah I was in a, a toxic relationship for about five years and it wasn't always toxic of course in the beginning it wasn't toxic but you know toward the end I started to not recognize myself and you know it was it was bringing out the ugly in me and I wasn't liking the person that I was becoming. And I just thought like something's got to change and, and in dealing with abandonment issues and codependency, it was really hard to let go. Um, you know, and especially when I really love this person, but I had to put myself first and I had to do what was best for me. And, and sometimes, you know, letting go is, is really what's best. You know, you can love someone, but they don't have to be in your life anymore. So true. And women, especially, you see this a lot of patterns. They're taught to put other people first. They're taught to put their, you know, their work first. They're taught to put, they're, they're taught to put themselves last and to pour from that empty cup. Absolutely. I, I talk to my clients about that often, you know, like I, I like to give the airplane analogy, you know, if the airplane is going down and the mask drop, you know, they tell you, put your mask on first. You have to take care of your first yourself first before you can take care of others. And, and it is ingrained in, in, in this patriarchal society to take care of people first. And, and I find a lot of my clients, you know, are, are middle-aged women who, you know, they spent their whole life taking care of their families and their children. And, and some of them are now empty nesters or their children are older and they're, they're feeling alone and they're feeling, you know, like now what, like I'm not needed as much, um, you know, so that really affects their self-worth and it pulls on their heartstrings and, and um, you know, they have to refine themselves and, and redefine themselves and reconnect with their, I say your inner goddess, you know, find your, your inner spirit, your inner power, your, your higher, you know, calling, whatever it is. But um you know, not re, I don't like to say reinvent yourself, but reconnect with yourself and, um, you know, just kind of focus on putting yourself first. And for me, that meant saying no to things that I didn't want to do anymore and, uh, saying no to things out of guilt, um, people pleasing. I had to stop that. That was another self-sabotaging behavior, you know, I would overschedule myself so much because I was trying to do so much for other people that it left nothing for me. You know, I was exhausted. I was miserable. I was just, you know, feeling like I was burning the candle at both ends because I was just trying to do too much and trying to be everything for everybody. So I had to learn how to set those boundaries and pull back and, you know, ask, is this serving my greater good? you know, is this going to help me reach my goal, you know, and, and I also learned that no is a complete sentence. <laughs> so many times as women, we feel like we need to explain ourselves, like we owe someone an explanation. And you honestly, you don't owe anyone anything. You owe it to yourself to set firm boundaries and to do the things that bring you joy. And if something doesn't bring you joy, the answer is no. And I kind of have this this internal guidance that I follow myself, that if it's not a hell yes, if that's not my gut reaction that I want to say hell yes to you, then it's probably a no. Like it, it, it has to be like something I want to do and, um, and will enjoy doing because I don't want to do something for the wrong reason out of guilt. 
you know, if I can help somebody by all means, I love helping people, but it can't help people at the detriment of myself. Yes. I can relate to the overcommitting and over just over scheduling myself and it's things I want to do. Okay. So being an introvert, I say extroverted introvert, cause I am extroverted in some ways, but sometimes I just need nothing more than to sit at home with a book and recharge my batteries. Britney Spears memoir came out. I got it the day it was released. So this weekend I have told a lot of people, I said, Hey, is it, it's, you know, it's a holiday weekend is coming up, but I said, actually, I would love to do this. This sounds amazing, but I got plans with Britney Spears this weekend. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that is great. Yeah. And, and you have to do that without feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you have to, and I'm like, this is giving me energy. Yeah. So you have to refill your cup. You are the most important person and you can't effectively love and take care of others if you don't love and take care of yourself first. And I know that, you know, a lot of people hear that and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I tell you, if you actually apply it, it will change your life. It really will, because you will start to feel a peace and happiness that has been missing from your life. And, you know, we talk about that glow that comes from just, you know, feeding your own joy and, and it really will change your life if you start to put yourself first and, and you have to get rid of that toxic mentality that, you know, self-care is selfish or that you're being selfish by putting, you know, yourself first, because unfortunately society kind of has that ingrained in us, but it is never selfish to put yourself first. Never. And there are, we're talking about self-care. There's misconceptions what self-care looks like. Absolutely. So for yeah, for me, I used to think it was manicures and makeup. And, you know, I realized that's just kind of like the icing on the cake, but self-care goes much deeper than that. Um, you know, in, in working on myself and, and the betterment, a lot of coaches and professionals were saying, you know, meditate, meditate, meditate. And I was like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. And, you know, after hearing it for the 10th time, I'm like, okay, everyone is saying it. There must be something to this. I have to try it. And it was, it was not easy for me to, to sit quietly with my thoughts and, and meditate and, and self-guided meditation definitely helped get me started. But I set up a self-care routine in the morning. And every morning when I wake up, I, I meditate and I journal and I listen to affirmations and I read a chapter of a book and that like sets the tone for my day. You know, it really is what feeds my soul and it puts me in a great headspace so that I can take on anything for the day. So yeah, self-care is, has come a long way from, from manicures and pedicures. And, you know, it's really listening to what you need and, and taking time for yourself and everyone's self-care will look different. You know, for some people it's exercising and and that is a a part of my routine as well, but, you know, finding what works for you and and dedicating that time is what's most important. I can relate the meditation. That was something for me. I was like, okay, how do I not have thoughts? How do I, but you're right. I love the uh, guided meditations that I can download my friend, Lindsay Robinson. She does a lot of this hypnotherapy, these recorded 
my friend Jordan, she helps me with that. I've learned like the tapping, the EFT tapping. EFT is great. Yeah. Yeah. With like the negative thoughts or the worries that you have, just that tapping, managing your nervous system. I've also been told that journaling is a great way for self-care, but I, I don't always feel like writing. I don't always feel like journaling, but it, yeah, it's- me too. I, so what, what I did with journaling, it's like, if, if something moves me or I feel inspired to journal, I'll journal, but my journaling just consists, it's a gratitude journal. So it consists of me just writing down the things that I'm grateful for each day. And, and at first I started writing the things that I was currently grateful for as I was experiencing them, you know, like I'm, I'm grateful for my children and my relationship and, and, you know, my, my favorite chai tea and, you know, it can be those little things, but then it gradually went to, um, you know, as part of manifesting things in my life, it's showing gratitude for things that I haven't received yet. So I'm grateful for my new clients and I'm grateful for, you know, this new house. And, and I started really incorporating the things that are coming to me that I am already grateful for. That is so powerful the gratitude. It's like, how are you going to feel when you're in that new house, when you get that bonus, when you have those relationships? So gratitude is extremely powerful, but also being grateful for things that you have. I was last night, I was an outdoor movie with some of my friends and eating like lobster from a food truck. And I just remember looking around. I was like, you know what? This is not what I was expecting it to be. The outdoor movie, they moved it. It was crowded, but I looked, I was like, I'm grateful to live in a city where events like this are happening, to have the city landscape in the background watching the movie, movie that I had seen several, several times already. Or I'm grateful to be with friends. I'm grateful I get to go home and sleep in a warm bed every night, to have a roof over my head. I'm grateful to have a car that takes me where I need to go. Just the little things gratitude is extremely powerful. It, it it really is probably one of the most powerful things and it can change your mindset in an instant. Um, you know, whenever I'm feeling down, you know, the, you, you, you can't experience, you know, negative thoughts and gratitude at the same time. So if you can change your focus to things you're grateful for, or I've really enjoyed finding the lesson in things, <laughs> So now when a challenge comes up, you know, instead of being like, oh, figures, of course this happens, you know, and instead of going down that thought spiral, you know, I now think like, hmm, like, what's the lesson here? Like, why is this happening? What could I have done differently? What, um, you know, there's, there's always a lesson in it, you know, you just have to to find it. And, And sometimes that's, that's the gratitude, the lesson, you know, like, I'm grateful for the lesson that I learned you know, here last night, I, I, I went out with friends and we were all so excited to be together. We forgot where we parked the car. <laughs> so we were walking around the city looking for the car. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. But at the same time, I, you know, we did find the car, but it was like the, the lesson was I need to pay more attention when I park, but it was also an opportunity for an adventure. You know, it was kind of crazy. And I'm like, we will never forget the time that we we lost the car and spent, you know, a half hour walking around the city looking for it. <laughs> so you get to so- laugh about that instead of being like, oh my gosh, she lost the car. You yeah. get to kind of laugh together about it. And it's like, okay, it's a little wrench that. Yeah. 
I've handed in your plans. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us what is in the future for you, the near future. Yeah. So I, 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 I'm excited to be guesting on podcasts and just reaching as many women as possible. You know, I just was feeling called to teach people how to love, and I wasn't really sure what that looked like. And, um, you know, during your meditation, the self-love coaching came to me and I thought, wow, you know, I can really help women this way and, uh, launched that about a year ago. So I do a 12 week program. And, um, if people go to my website, mistyleboy.com, um, and you can put that in the show notes, I'm sure, but we have a self-love quiz that you can take and really just learn a little bit more about yourself. Cause I find the more you learn about yourself and understand yourself, why you are the way you are, you can fully learn to love and accept yourself unconditionally. And um, I am going to be writing a, a children's book on self-love. I think this is so needed. I have an 11 year old daughter and together we're going to co-write and she's going to do the illustrations. We're going to do a children's book. So I'm excited about that as well. It's incredible. She's going to have that experience at a young age. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to see that. I'm going to give that to my nephews. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. So this just this is just a new a new um, goal that we just set, and we're going to be, um, you know, working on that in the next few months. So I'm excited about that. I'm so excited for you. A children's book on self love, the 12 week program. I mean, three months is a great transformational period. This is something I think with and this is being recorded in October, but with the new year coming up or before the new year, you're already in the process of that transformation and that self-love and the most important relationship you'll ever have with yourself. With yourself. On that. Yeah. I, I am a firm believer in that. And, and just also along with that is, is, letting the opinions of other, you know, I always tell people the best weight I ever lost is the weight of other people's opinions. <laughs> when I stopped, when I truly loved myself, I didn't need that validation from anyone, anyone. Else. I didn't need it anymore. I didn't care what anyone else thought about me. And there's a certain freedom that comes with that. Like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. I do things because I want to do them and not because of what other people think. And it's just, it's so beautiful. Your surroundings are different. That is something I tell people as like, you know, your self-love journey, your surroundings are going to look different, but you don't lose friends. You mm -hmm. lose toxic people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, that's a blessing. You know, I'm like, thank you universe for showing me, you know, who needs to be in my life right now, you know, and, and just bless and release lesson release. That's just been a huge lesson for me too. Amazing. Amazing. So the children's book, go to mistyleboy.com. Tell us how else we can work for, with you and how we can follow you. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Misty Leboy. Uh, you should, you should be able to find me. You'll see my transformation photo, my before and after transformation photo, but we just launched the new website, mistyleboy.com. And it is, um, you know, it can, it'll show you how you can work with me on the different levels, but it's really geared toward the self-love. And, um, you know, I designed a really cool quiz. It's called the self-love blocks quiz. And um, most women have five love locks or blocks 
that is keeping them from loving themselves unconditionally. So I encourage you to go find out what your block is. And um, I'll also send you the key. So you'll be able to, you know, get a little bit of good stuff to figure it out to get you started on your journey. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and for this beautiful message. This is, I can't stress enough, like what you're teaching is the most important thing anyone can learn first and foremost. Yeah. I love themselves. Absolutely. I, and I just, if I can just help one woman, like learn to love themselves the way they should be, the way they love others, you know, think about the love that you are giving so freely away to so many other people. Like you deserve that same love. And if you want that same love from others, it has to start with you. You teach people how to treat you. Give yourself that love first and it will change your life. Give yourself that love first and it will change your life. Absolutely. That. Well, thank you, Misty. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I can't wait till it comes out. Thanks to the listeners for, for being here today. And, you know, I look forward to connecting with some of you. Yes, definitely connect with her. Follow her on Instagram and Facebook. You have at least one of those. Yes. Um, I, have both. I have both. <laughs> MistyLaboy.com. This would be a great way to transition into a new year. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. You are listening to For Better Self and Net Worth. In this community, we think you'll find your self-worth comes before your net worth and everything else. We also think you were designed to go after the life you want by ditching societal norms, knowing exactly who you are as an individual, and going after your unique purpose here on this earth. Every week, Ella interviews an entrepreneur that designed the life they wanted among the challenges, naysayers, and leaving outside their comfort zone. Or you're going to hear straight from Ella, where she talks about the important lessons she's learned in life and how she's achieved the overall happiness she has. This is Ella, the host for Better Self and Net Worth. Based out of Nashville, Tennessee, she makes every single day an adventure. You'll always find her right here behind the microphone, sharing all her thoughts with all of you. And we appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode.